Welcome to the Scrubverse podcast, your last stop for the latest in gaming news and pop culture. We're your hosts, Chris and Corey. Prepare for dissension. Let's unmute me this week. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> All right, do we that. are we're live and everybody can hear us now, so we're good. Sweet. So tell me, E3, what is your thoughts? How much of it did you catch? Uh, I think the one thing that I caught may like actual sat down and made time for was the Nintendo one. Like okay. I, I caught the glimpses of everything else just after it happened, but Nintendo was the one I was watching the minute it was happening. Because okay. I remembered it, and it was during the day while I was sitting here working on stuff. So, we, I guess, in our households, we make it a point to watch all of E three together. Okay, I am not super high on E three this year. Really, to be quite honest, yeah, no. Um, to me, it's like it's it's a it's an off year. New consoles come out next next year. Like we already saw a little bit of, we heard murmurs of Project Scarlet coming directly from Phil Spencer. So here, um, so you're you're more for the systems and stuff. You're for more what E3 was originally. I believe it was a trade show and stuff like that. So yes, um, but. Even with the games, even with the content that was shown, mm-hmm. I was not satisfied. It was a lot of proof of concept. It wasn't a whole lot of gameplay. And that's why I think that... I can, I can agree with that. I think that's why... Because, because again, um, not only is new consoles coming out, but we have new concepts and ways to game in the first place. So, right. you know, you have cloud gaming, you have Google Stadia throwing its lot into the uh the fray you know what i mean so there's just a lot going on right now and so everyone's trying to show hey we're going to support these platforms or we're trying to continue to support these platforms and there's not a whole lot of progress that's being shown at least to home viewers yeah if you're down on if you're at e3 if you're actually at the convention that could be a completely different story oh yeah well there because you get you get hands-on with everything Right. So, but again, you also run into the situation where it's just like, how far in development is everything in? I just wanted, I just wanted to be known that this year in 2019, there was a game made for the Wii. Yes, <laughs> there was a game. I could, I'm glad I'm not the only one who caught that. And I, I couldn't saw it blown believe, up on Twitter. Like I looked at, I'm it, like, I was like, yes. I was like, what? That says Wii, not Wii U. That yeah, says I was Wii. so excited. I was yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, for audio listeners, we're talking about the new Just Dance, Just Dance 2020. <laughs> yes. Well, at the bottom, wherever it says, you know, at the trailer, it says like for PS4, yada 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 yada. It said Wii. It said fucking Wii. Which I think that's I, the console I, that the that franchise got, started on. Yeah, started on. So, Either started on or got big on. But man, I looked at that. I was like, 
I am buying that day one. That oh, is going to be a collector's fuck item. Fuck off. That I shit was to cringy to watch. God. Oh, no. It was terrible. <laughs> I'm buying the fucking game, though, because how many copies are they going to make? How many how copies many are they going to sell? <laughs> exactly. That's the point that I'm making. Oh, you're looking at so it as come, collectors. <laughs> I'm looking at it as an investment. Last fucking Wii game to come out, man. You goofy That's what I'm ass. saying. I don't give a fuck. so dumb. <laughs> Um, honestly, like if I'm going down the list, I mean, Google Stadia technically doesn't count, but I'm counting it anyway. Right. Baldur's Gate 3. That shit looked good. All day. All day. Yeah. I I love Baldur's Gate and y'all already know I'm a fucking huge D&D nerd. Yeah. Um, Baldur's Gate, EA. That trailer alone looked great. Oh, yeah. I'm all, I'm all about fucking Elder Gods and Cthulhu and shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, EA, I didn't like anything but Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I watched that trailer and I was like, you know what? This looks, I'm going to give it to him. It looks good. It looks interesting. It looks good. I'm, like I said, I am tired of Jedi. Like, I love, I love the Jedi. Yeah. But I don't see enough love for like. CD Coruscant. (laughs) Exactly. Like the smugglers and shit like that. Or give me another Republic Commando. Like. Republic Commando, not yeah. fucking Battlefront. There was an amazing um, uh, book. You know, all those books that came out in the extended universe that George Lucas said was not canon. Uh, one of those books was, uh, I think it was like... You meant Disney said that was not canon because George Lucas didn't give a fuck. George, I think George Lucas said it was non-canon before Disney did the buyout. Hmm. Yeah, because everyone okay. was like, fuck you, George. And uh, But there was a book, and... It was, what was it? I think it was like, it was when uh, Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit. And okay. it was basically how he brought the Mandalorians back and like made them a, you know, not so much like a terrorist group or anything, but he made them a civilization that was on the same levels of all the other civilizations. And yes. basically it was... To, he, it was his interaction with IG-88, all the other, bounty, you know, mm-hmm. Bosk, all the other bounty hunters and stuff like that. And that book yes. was amazing. And there was hardly they, any Jedi. I think that they're doing a series on that. It's, I think it's called The Mandalorian. And I believe it follows either Boba Fett or another Mandalorian that it all takes place after episode six. I th- yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be surprising if he said that that wasn't canon. There had to have been, like, a reason because everything usually gets get gets pegged onto extended universe oh yeah 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 um but going back to fallen order i feel like it, it, it was a little bit underwhelming for me i for some reason i felt like i expected a little bit more this feels a lot like force unleashed yeah i don't know it, if you yeah. I, I don't know if you played those games but it definitely feels like force unleashed with a little bit more dark souls maybe dark Souls. yeah it doesn't look as combat jumpy around and fly like it's it looks a little flashy like what was really cool was uh when the not that atat but i think it's the atst shot like a missile or something and he just force mm-hmm. pushed it back real quick that was kind of yeah. cool like yeah, there's cool. small little things it's not like jumping off of this huge mountain and like because let's let's be honest star wars the force unleashed was a little over the top at sometimes and uh, yeah but this one seems like from what we saw it looks like it's not going to be as over the top as Force Unleashed. But it looks good. And it shouldn't be. If it's if it's going to go over the top, um 
it needs to be very subtle. Yeah, it needs yeah, to yeah. be like over time because he's supposed to be a Padawan. Like he's supposed to be an undercover Padawan, not really still learning. delving into the Force. No, not a, no, not even still learning. He because oh. the storyline is this takes place when the Galactic Empire is hunting down all of. The Jedi. This is when Vader and the five hundred first is hunting yeah. out all the remaining. So it's Jedi. after Order. What was it? Order seventy. Order sixty six. Sixty six. Yeah. Yeah. So this is supposed to be, and this is also taking place during, in and around Rogue One, because you see Forrest Whitaker. Uh, God, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Save the lights. <laughs> It's supposed to be around that time. I love thing, Forrest so. Whitaker as an actor. He is an amazing mm-hmm. actor, but that role is terrible. <laughs> like, that role is so bad. <laughs> Save the dream! <laughs> it's so bad. It's so you, you bad. You know that they got to turn up the cheese to 11 for fucking Star Wars now that Disney took over. It's uh, that, that game looks good, though. Like, I feel I haven't said a, a Star Wars game looks good in a while, but it doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Um, I've, there's a whole list of things in my phone with release dates, dates next to them. So I'd be like, mm-hmm. getting this one, getting the 2000. Like, I'm buying a lot of shit this year. So I just go down to my GameStop and like, give me all of your upcoming game sheets. Not soon for what you won't. Cons- for what console? All of them. <laughs> Not soon you won't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I asked my, uh, my GameStop guy, I'm just like, so uh, how long do you give the store until? He's just like, nah, we'll be fine. I was just like, I don't think so. No, that's what, I don't know, man. Like, it sucks because I don't want you to lose your job because this is how you make your income. But Yeah, and my, my GameStop guys are really, really fucking cool. So yeah. it, it'll suck to see them go. But not all GameStops are cool. That's the problem, no, too. <laughs> that is true, yes. Uh, let me see. Let me pull up my document real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. the th- I mean, of course, let's just hit it. Let's get it out of the way first. Breath of the Wild sequel. Like, okay. Yeah. Was not expecting that at all. I, so I was half expecting that, but, uh, I was expecting something to- Zelda, but not that. Yeah. Let me jump down to my Nintendo block real quick. So the, the thing is, is that Nintendo had a near perfect, near perfect is a wrong term because again, it was really good. It was really good, but there was a lot of areas where I was missing gameplay footage. Yeah, it was just like. Um, however, they definitely they definitely showed the most, in my opinion, because we have gameplay of Link's Awakening, we have gameplay of Cadence of Hyrule, of Animal Crossing, man, of Astral Chain. Oh, man, oh, that looks so good. Anyway, all right. Anyway, let's we're gonna hit everything. The, yeah. This opener is going to probably be an hour long, so <laughs> it, that's the possibility. Yeah, but it looks great. So let's just let's do a trailer, quote unquote, breakdown real quick. So sure. we see uh, it's Zelda, it's Link and Zelda, and mm-hmm. right away the internet sees oh, Zelda's got short hair, so they're loving that shit. But mm-hmm. from seeing those two together like that, it might hint that there could be co-op. I was also thinking about that as well because there's been a lot of push for. A female lead in a mainline. V- I do uh, like Zelda this Zelda. I, I mean, she's she's fine. I think any Zelda when you like gear her up, yeah, could be up to the challenge. I mean, if you want to take like more the so strongest this one, one than the other like, ones. would probably be like uh, Twilight Princess. That Zelda was probably one of the yeah, ones. She was fucking stupid. Yeah, goddamn arrows. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, also, we saw the body that. I you gotta say at least eighty five percent. That's Ganondorf. 
I'm saying it's like 80% Ganon, 20% Demise. Uh, that like, I think that there is the possibility of that could be Demise. I definitely see, you know, the body of Ganon. Um, yeah. But I'm holding out because the the other reasons why I'm I'm thinking that it could be Demise is that immediately after, and this is a stretch, but immediately after the corpse looks towards Link and Zelda, mm. Castle Hyrule rises up into the sky. And I don't know if that could be an allegory to Skyloft and Skyward Sword. Maybe, yeah. So. I don't know. I could, like, I would like to see some backstory on one point that maybe, and I, I, I think this is like the internet kind of playing into it too, but mm-hmm. seeing that all three of these main characters were friends at one point, and like they hunt like, but at one and then Ganondorf got you know tempted by the darkness and the evil and all that stuff, and that turned him into Calamity Ganon and all that. Probably a stretch. That it's probably a big stretch. But I thought I thought demise was going to be a controversial statement. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like again, it's a trailer. Mm-hmm. We know nothing yeah, about it. We know so. nothing about it. It looks great. Like I love Breath of the Wild. So and this one. If they're smart, like Breath of the Wild made them so much money, <laughs> it made them so yeah. much money. But I'm excited for it. We don't know anything about it. Like it says 2020, we'll see. The other half of th- of things that I'm kind of like speculating, all that ethereal bullshit that was yeah, yeah coming into the hands, touching the corpse or holding the corpse. Yeah, that looks like the shit from Twilight the the Twilight Realm. So I'm hoping that there could be Kinda, like a yeah a Twilight princess crossover or a, a twilight realm crossover do we know like where this shit do we know where this zelda lands in the timeline uh it technically lands in all three people are saying that this could be a convergence with all three timelines coming together because if you look at the wildlife if you look at the races that are in twilight print um breath of the wild uh-huh. it comes from races that are in all three timelines yeah so for example up until breath of the wild the ruto and the zora were not in the same timeline now they are yeah i don't know that that timeline's so fucking nuts (laughs) i just got done like explaining the timeline twice within the last week so i'm I'm a little bit caught up right now (laughs) it's it's still fresh in my mind yeah exactly what i was saying is like because during the events in the adult timeline when Ganon struck back and was trying to take over Hyrule, the king was trying to pray for the hero to return, and he doesn't show up because he's not fucking there. So he's just like, okay, I pray for rain, and then he floods the entire fucking land. And there had to be an, uh, an evolution take place for the Zora to become the Ruto. At least that's what most fans speculate. Oh, yeah, because the, Ruto, the Ruto were the bird people from Wind Waker, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. And they turn into the Zoras and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Like that's always been kind of a known thing, but I don't know. Breath. It looks good. Like I'll be buying it. So <laughs> it's an automatic buy. Of and, course. Like, when it I is. saw yeah. that. When I saw that. Like I knew that they were. I heard like months ago that they were already in development for Breath of the Wild too. But just when I saw it, like there it is. Yeah. That. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. Link's I, Awakening. You know what? Okay, so people are giving this game... I've seen a lot of people giving the art style a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. I think it looks fine. I think it looks great. It looks super good. I like the... It's not even Lego-y. It's Fisher-Price 
kind of like looking. Yeah. Those little guys, yeah. you know, know what I'm talking about. But it looks good. That game is originally weird as fuck. Yeah. So let's make it even more weird with our style. <laughs> I mean, it's it's supposed to be like chibi because it's coming off of the the Game Boy games. Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm fine with it. I think the game looks great. You like the Zelda it's, makers? It's just, <laughs> I like the Zelda. The, the Zelda makers okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's obviously not as fleshed out as what you'd see in Super Mario Maker. Oh, no. But, I mean, being able to combine different dungeons and shit like that, that's cool. Yeah, that is I would, really cool. I was really pref- – I, if I were to see something like that um, materialize in the future, I would like to see a very fleshed out Zelda dungeon maker. But I'll take this for now. Didn't they kind of have – was that – it wasn't in Hyrule, War- or Hyrule Warriors – there was something where there was like a small kind of like dungeon quote unquote maker. I th- I don't know. Maybe maybe I thought that shit up. So, but yeah, it looks great. I'll be getting it. Mm-hmm. No, Link to Winkiding is definitely a buy. I still haven't bought Cadence of Hyrule. I haven't either, but it looks it. so good. <laughs> I want it. I've been playing Crypt of the Necrodancer. I've never played that game. Just practice. It's it's really good. The music is really good. So do the is that on? Is the the fir- the Crypt of the Necrodancer? That's what's called, right? Mm-hmm. That is that on Switch? Yes. Okay, so That's I need to I, I need to purchase that and then Cadence of Hyrule. Is that just an extra game that you buy, or is it an expansion to? It, no, it's I, from what I understand, it's an extra game. Okay, it's a game all on its own. Okay, yeah, that shit looks great. And the like that I never knew what the game really was until I saw it. And I was like, oh shit, you have to like it's a tactic fighting game with a ryth- like rhythm. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that could be really fun. So I'll have mm-hmm. to check it out. Uh, let's see. I guess we're just going to hit the Nintendo block first. There's not a lot outside of the Nintendo block that I have to talk about. So Mm -hmm. I guess we can hit that and then we'll let you hit the other blocks, I guess. Yeah, I'm Uh, done with that. Okay, so Astral Chain looks so fucking good. I saw that last year and I immediately was just like, I want this. It it reminds me a little bit of like Psychopaths. Like when I, when I was looking at it, when me and my wife were looking at it, she was just like, this, this looks like Psychopaths. Are they making a Psychopaths game? And I'm just like, I mean, if it's Psychopaths with like Jojo characters or stands (laughs) and shit. Yeah. Like, cause I love fucking, I fucking love Jojo. So Mm -hmm. like I saw that and I was like, this looks really good. And like the art style is really good. And I don't know. It comes out August 30th, so we don't have to wait much longer for it. But I'm super excited for it. I'm buying. I've already. I'm gonna pre-order it right away. It, the. I mean, I don't think the trailers come up yet on the the thing that we're watching, but that's the one we got a lot of gameplay of. Yeah, Astral Chain looks looks pretty good. The the storyline or whatever there was they were they were trying to to show us makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Um, I don't care. But, <laughs> yeah, games like that, that shit doesn't fucking matter. It's basically like, oh, you're so connected with your stand that – I'm going to call it a stand. I don't care what it's actually sure. called. But you're so connected with it that if one of you are to die that it could, like, fuse – like, you two could fuse together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, that's pretty dope. Like, what if fucking, you know, Jotaro fused with his stand and was just like that all the time? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, this is obviously, like – I don't know. Who's the developer on this? Platinum. Is it Platinum? Okay, that's why I saw it right away. Like, I'm going to buy it strictly because it's Platinum and strictly because it looks good. Like, I want to play that shit. Uh, No. What else? We got the collections, like the Contra collection and the collections of mana. I'm not that high on the 
the Contra games. So there's a couple probably... that are make it worth because the collection's only twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. And it makes it worth like Super C's on there. You got uh, some of the newer Contra games. Uh, hardcore. You got Hardcore on there. You've got Contra Three, which I think it was one. A, one of those was a GBA game. That might have been four. I don't know if that one's on there because that GBA game's super fucking good. Or it might be a DS game. I don't remember. I have it. I have it somewhere. I just don't know where it's at. But it was really good. Uh, I'm excited for that. That one's already out. It's twenty bucks. Collection of Mana. Uh. I don't know if I'm going to get this because I was never really big into it. I was a pretty big Secret of Mana fan. Um, I always remember the cover, but I never played the game. Like, the cover had... Or maybe that was Secrets of Evermore. Secrets of Evermore was the one with, like, the giant red spider. Yeah. Yeah, that's Secrets of Evermore. Okay. Secret of Mana... uh, The first one was originally, like, Final Fantasy Adventure or Final Fantasy Legends. It's one of the two. Yeah. Um, I mean, that game was okay. Secret of Mana 1 and Secret of Mana 2, or, or, you know, technically it's the third game in the series. Those games are fantastic. Yeah, you get that in the and collection. Apparently it's the first time out of... Uh, it's the first time that uh, Secret of Mana 2 is coming out in the United States. Looks real good. And, like, when I saw it, when I because the, the trailer passed already, but when I saw it, I was just like, what the fuck is this? And then I say saw Durst, and I'm like, oh, oh, shit, they're yeah. doing it. yeah. But then you also have trial like this all piggybacks off of Trials of Mana, mm-hmm. which looks really which, good too. Which Trials of Mana is the uh, that's what I that's what I was talking about when I saw like the 3D version of Durst. I'm like, this looks all ba- these characters look familiar. Yeah, and I remember because I always play the warrior, and I'm just like, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought when I saw it, I was like, this looks very Secret of Mana, and then I was like, mm-hmm. this is a fucking Secret of Mana sequel or remake or something. And yeah. it looks good. I don't know if this probably won't be like my a day one buy for me, but I'm I'll I'll eventually get it and play it. So and it's co op. So if you ever find a friend to play with, is it online uh, co op or uh, local? I don't know if it's online co op. I just remember because I have a uh, a ROM hack of the Super Nintendo one. So yeah, because that one you that. could technically I think you could technically get like three people to, with the ROM hack on that one. Yes, if you had a yeah, so that's pretty cool. If you have the multi-tap. Uh, yeah, what else do we have? Strictly just Nintendo. I'm trying. Oh, No Lu- More Heroes 3. Yes. So I'm an idiot. I thought that No More Heroes game that I bought last year was technically the third game. Because I was playing, I was like, man, this is not like the new no, the No More Heroes I'm used to. And apparently mm-hmm. it wasn't a, an official third. Like, it was just like kind of a game they threw in. And then this one yeah, is the I actual think- third one. Like, Suda51 and Grasshopper Manufacturer, I don't think that they really had anything going on outside of supporting, um, what's that, what's that Death, uh, Dark Souls-esque game that they had? Let It Die. Yeah. Um, I mean, outside of support for Let It Die, I don't think that they really had anything else going on. Yeah. Let's come back to No More Heroes real quick, because right now Mm -hmm. the trailer that's playing is this fucking Dark Crystal Tactics game. (laughs) Yeah. I saw this and I went... Okay, obviously it's because of the Netflix uh, series that's coming out for Dark Crystal. That's why they're collaborating with it. But I was like, I didn't fucking see this coming at all. (laughs) So I didn't know what this was, but it looks and feels a lot like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, it's just with a reskin. Yeah, I'll I'll play this. I mean, the the characters creep me the fuck out. The faces. I've never really been. I've never been a big fan of Jim Henson. 
Um, I mean, it reminds me of shit from Jim, Jim Henson and uh, yeah. Labyrinth. I like Labyrinth, but I never got in the Dark Crystal. I liked Labyrinth. I watched Fraggle Rock. I watched The Muppets, The Muppet Show. I liked, I watched all that shit growing up. Uh, but yeah, Dark Crystal was just a little weird for me. And like, I saw it. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Like, it's a tactics game. So how much can they fuck that up? Mm-hmm. They can fuck I a lot a of it games. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, a few games. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. So I've I have this really bad uh, habit of just not playing any of them. Like I'll go and buy them; they look cool. I played the first one. I didn't play the second one. My wife has played the second one. She says it's really good. Uh, the second one, she says, is a, uh, a little bit more like Metroidvania. I don't know how true that is, but okay. I mean, it, it looks cool. I go back and play the first one, and the first one's a little stiff to me, like just the way it kind of feels but this one looks like you get more mobility and free like with like that slamming move looked really cool like if there's mm-hmm. a ghost it's like hey, hey get in line bitch so you just slam it down on the ground real quick uh there is yeah. uh, there's the the guigi that's a guigi guigi yeah that's yeah, that pretty much solidified me playing this game because my wife is all about playing the co-op yeah it looks really fun and then mm-hmm. you have that co-op tower which is like that's online play i believe Maybe. I, I don't know if it's local or not, but it looks good. Uh, that mm-hmm. was the game that uh, old, old Bowser, and I don't mean Mario's nemesis, uh, Bowser was hyping up because he's like, I really, yeah. he's like, I'm really excited for Luigi's Mansion Three. I was like, really? After you just fucking showed off Breath of the Wild Two <laughs> and Banjo's in Smash, and you're excited for Luigi? <laughs> but I mean, it looks good. I'll pick that up because it looks really, really fun. Speaking of Banjo and Smash, <laughs> I am so so excited. I I am not that big of a banjo fan, but when I saw that, I was just like, no way. And I it I was legitimately happy for people, but when they showed Duck Hunt, I'm like, you can't do this. Uh, well, see, they did you that. Can't. They did it with K Rule. That was K Rule's entrance too. Cause yeah, it, no, no, no. I I know that. So when I saw because the thing that got thrown, that's when I got it. I was like, oh, that was a fucking jiggy. Yeah. <laughs> so when I saw that and I and I recognized it, I'm just like. Holy shit, they did it. But when they showed off Duck Hunt, I'm like, you, you motherfuckers. can't blue balls anybody here, man. They look no way. They look so good. Mm-hmm. Their models look so good. Uh, their attacks look good. Like, everything just looks good. I also love how Donkey Kong, K. Rule, and Diddy were just... That, there's a subtle undertone there. Those were rare characters celebrating a rare character coming in. Yeah. Like, that was awesome to see... Just to see that them explaining that like it was so cool i'm so happy for it it looks so good and it gives me hope that there could be either a remake of the first game or an actual new banjo kazooie game the thing that i recall is like months ago that they said any new characters coming to smash would have to have a game coming out on the switch so, I mean, we saw that with Joker because they have the yep. Persona 5 Warriors Dragon Quest. thing. Dragon Quest Eleven is coming out. I would find it very unlikely that there isn't a Banjo-Kazooie game in the works right now. It would... It, it, I'm just I love Banjo Kazooie. I love the first one. Uh, I want to everyone and their mama streaming it now. Now that the mm-hmm. the announcement came out, but. That just looks so good. I'm so happy. Like, I got so fucking excited when I saw that. I don't play Smash at all, but I'm getting back in for this. Like, he looks... 
And let's not gloss over the fact, too, for, like, I'm not a Dragon Quest fan, but you got Dragon Quest characters in there, too. I'm guessing, is it going to be a skin that you can pick, and it's going to be different characters from different Dragon Quests? It's not going to be four separate characters. No, 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 it's not four separate characters. However, I think what they were showing off is that all four characters have different spells. Okay. So. Maybe their B is different. First off, my... I, I'm a Dragon Quest fan. Yeah. So yeah. when I saw the hero come out, like I already heard the rumors that he was coming out for Smash, but yeah. when I saw it, I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Um, but when I saw the other heroes from uh, fucking, I think it was like Dragon Quests, I think Dragon Quest three, Dragon Quest five, yeah, and Dragon Quest eight. When those guys showed up, I'm just like, okay, that's cool as shit. <laughs> That's cool as shit. And I think it's it's either like a taunt or something, but they there's a magic move list that pops up and yeah, each of yeah. them are different. Yeah. So. Uh, th- that's something new that they've been doing for characters. They did that with Joker, too. Joker has – I don't know if he has a menu, but he has something that pops up or has something above his bar that's different than everybody else. I think that first started with Little Mac with the KO bar where they mm-hmm. he had something different than everybody else. But Yeah, Joker's is like getting his persona out to mm-hmm. do more damage. It looks it looks really good. Like I'm super excited. Like, and let, uh, let's go back to like right now. The trailer's playing. No more heroes. Three looks great. Like obviously this is just a trailer, so we can't really say it looks. Yeah, great. It's, it's it's this is more concept. Like it's just showing off certain things. It's yeah. not really. It's like a trailer, but also showing you because that's kind of like how the HUD would be. It would tell you to like swipe mm-hmm. left, swipe double, swipe up to do a suplex and all that. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's do it. Like, this looks great. Like, I'm going to be buying this day one because I love No More Heroes. I love Travis Touchdown. I love all that stuff. I got to I gotta play Normal Heroes 2. I wish they I would, I wish they the would come one. out with the first and second one on Switch. Maybe they will since this third one's coming out. Maybe. They'll pull a Shenmue. Yeah. Uh, what would you think about Contra Rogue Core? I'm not that high on Contra. I mean, it looked all right. I'm not high on there's that only, one. There's... The only two Contra games I've ever liked was Hardcore and then, shit, it's not even a Contra game. It's, like, inspired by Contra. Mm-hmm. It was the uh, the, Ac- the Arc System Works version of Hardcore, and they're all dressed in white. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I can't, um, I'm, I, don't, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, it looks really weird. Uh, I've always liked the Contra music. And I did like how the first Contras, it was always like, hey, we got to take down this terrorist group. Oh, shit. It turned into aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore Uprising. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play that one. It's a good game. Uh, what else? I guess we could talk about Final Fantasy VIII because it's going to be on the Switch, the remake. Maybe. Eh. I never played it, so maybe I'll finally play it. I mean, this is a good time for you to check it out. Yeah. But Final Fantasy VIII, for me personally, is one of my least favorites. It's... It's got a decent story halfway through. But the gunblade. shit at the end. I mean, the gunblade is cool. Speaking of gunblade, that's going to be a class in Shadowbringers when it comes out. That's cool. That and the dancer are two, the two new classes. And then we get a new race, too, which is basically, which it's weird. I can't remember the names of them, but it's basically, you remember, what was the guy from Final Fantasy X? Yuna's protector. The big. Kimari. Kimari. It's that race. And then that's cool. And then the Freya race from Final Fantasy Nine. So the Freya race, the bunny people. Okay, I, usually I think yeah. of Final Fantasy Twelve, but they're locked. They're of... locked behind genders. So female is only the bunny, 
and male is only the 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 like panther people. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of people were doing an upright like a uproar about that, but fucking whatever. Like fuck it. Yeah. Uh I think that's kind of it for Nintendo, I think. I don't know. Well, so I'm looking forward to Fire Emblem 3 Houses. I skipped over that one cuz I wasn't that one's not for me. Um I'm a Fire Emblem fan. Fire Emblem Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, it doesn't look super interesting, but I've just I've got to get my tactical RPG games in. Yeah. And this is the way that I'm going to do it. It looks really, really cool, though. I really appreciate the way that they're doing the combat system now, mm-hmm. where, like, the aesthetic or the – there's, like, entire armies going around you as you fight yeah. and go to attack units. I think that shit looks really cool. Just the kind of, like, minor things that make it look better. Mm-hmm. Um, Panzer Dragoon is getting a remake. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, um, this looks like a rail shooter. And I was like, this looks like when Panzer I saw Dragoon. That, <laughs> when I saw that, I was just like, there's no fucking way that they did this. And <laughs> they then they confirmed Everything's going like, to be on the Switch. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is really successful because I would love to see them do a remake of uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga. Mm-hmm. Because... While that game has issues, it is incredibly underrated, and not a whole lot of people have had the chance to experience it. Excuse me. Uh, another thing, let's see. I guess this we can bring. It, uh, Hollow Knight, the sequel to Hollow Knight's coming out. I don't know if you ever played Hollow Knight. Is that yeah? Uh, I haven't. I haven't finished it. This, I I barely started it. This too. one's uh, called Silk Song. That one's coming out. That one looks really really good. If you're a Hollow Knight fan, like the first game's amazing. Like it's a ama- it's an amazing Metroidvania game, and the sequel looks like it's gonna be just as good, if not better. Uh, we also have which this one kind of scoped underneath my radar. I think that yeah, the trailer's playing for it right now. Disgaea Four, the complete plus that's coming out on the Switch. So if you're a Disgaea fan, that's coming out. Uh, I just don't have the time to put into Disgaea games. I've seen people put hundreds of hours into Disgaea. My buddy from Blizzard that you met put about, I think, mm-hmm. in Disgaea, whichever one came out on PS3, I think that was might have been 3, he put mm-hmm. in probably 300 hours into that. <laughs> yeah. And most right. of it was just grinding the classes and making your characters uber amazing. Yeah, like, you can make fucking gods in that game. Oh, yeah. It's I dumb. won't touch this. Yeah, I won't touch Disgaea until all the games are on one platform, and then I'll go and I'll play them. <laughs> It'll be Switch. I, yeah, I guess. I just don't like playing games halfway through yeah. or jumping into series halfway through. I kind of broke that rule when I played Devil May Cry, uh, but I mean, it's Disgaea games are 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 known for its quirkiness. Oh and, yeah, get your anime fix. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's all right. Yeah. I almost totally missed it. Uh, Animal Crossing. Animal. So I buy them. I never play them. I personally am not an Animal Crossing fan, but mm-hmm. I love that the Animal Crossing fans got what they like. They finally got a game like they haven't had a game in a long time. Right. The last one was not City Folk. Was it City Folk? I don't know. No, New Leaf. New Leaf was the last one. So for the 3DS, the last one that they got was New uh, was New Leaf, and I think that came out in like two, 2014. So the theme of too many games, if you look at the logo for this year, is, is Animal Crossing. Is Animal Crossing. It's all Animal Crossing. So I'm pretty sure these motherfuckers – no, they didn't know shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I So the thing – what I saw, I read underneath all this was sweet. 
Animal Crossing's got a the fans got their game. I just gotta keep holding out for F Zero. <laughs> I just gotta keep holding out for F Zero. It's never gonna fucking happen. But I just have to keep holding out for it. Uh, they, like Nintendo and Sega needs to come together and really bunker down on coming out with a good F Zero game. Please, if anybody can please. that can make a an arcade racer, yes. it's Sega. Get platinum in there too. I don't care. Just do anything. I don't. Yeah. Just, I just want, and I don't want it. Uh, that's the thing. If it comes out and then it's just hot booty garbage. That's the ultimate, like, dick slap in the face. It's like, I finally got my game! And it's booty. It's like with Star Fox Zero. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, new Star Fox game! Fuck! <laughs> uh, if there was any any complaints that I had with Nintendo's E3 presentation, the biggest one is... And it, it's in its own right, it probably doesn't deserve the the critique but i'm upset that we didn't hear anything about metroid prime 4 yeah i was waiting for that in bayo 3 but because of astral chain we didn't get anything for bayo 3 uh we Mm. we did get them saying like like just because we didn't say anything doesn't mean we're not working on it so they are still working on it yeah and i i get it but the thing is like I know that whoever they were going through, I think they were going through Bandai Namco, Mm -hmm. they pretty much scrapped that game and then handed it back over to Richard Studios. So I know that they're probably not far in development. But even so, at least, I was hoping for something. Just a taste? Like, we haven't gotten anything in so long. Just a taste, yeah. It's been like a year or two since we heard something about uh, Metro Prime 4. Yeah. Outside of, you know, the president saying, oh, yeah, sorry, we fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> also let's talk about what i think the big controversy around animal crossing right now is the release date now too right so it was originally going to cover this in news but we can talk about it right now what's oh, going yeah, on is um they had to push back it was supposed to come out this november and they pushed it back to march and a lot of the problems that they were saying is that to, look the game is just not completely ready yet but we don't want to cause a crunch so it's better that we keep that balance of that home work life uh, matrix that they got going right, on right, right. and keep our developers happy. All right. Yeah. Let's go over it in news. We, we got a whole segment on that shit. So mm-hmm. we'll go over that. Uh, let's see. What else do I have on my list? Uh, Doom Eternal. Like, yes, Doom Eternal looks so they have made a fast paced first person shooter even faster. And it is yeah. great. I mean, it, it's it's Doom on crack. It, yeah, it's. You get a grappling hook. You have a dash now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the multi. Like they, did you see the battle mode? Uh, yeah, I did. Where the battle mode looks fucking sick. One slayer and two demons. Yeah, the battle mode looks fucking sick. I'm I'm curious to see how they keep that balance because it looks heavily skewed in the in the side of the uh, the marine. Oh the yeah, the slayer. Marine. Yeah. Yeah, it it looks fucking sick. It just it looks so good. Like at one point you have a sword, like so. There's so when it comes to Doom, I've I've researched Doom, and there is some amazing lore that goes into the Doom universe. Mm-hmm. If you have not looked into it, I highly suggest going into the Doom lore. And it's just saying like, hey, you were supposed to protect these people, and like you got at one point like like how it is now, hell. Was there was only one thing that hell was afraid of, and it was you. 
And then I think at some point you get frozen or you get encased or so. anyway, it's 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 a whole Lord of the Rings level background. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I was reading it on Imgur one day. Like, there was a guy that posted a bunch of shit, and I was just like, this is fucking dope. And I think they're bringing a lot of that stuff back. Like, we saw, like, some angelic stuff in the trailer as well. Mm-hmm. So, I don't care. I love Doom. Was it 2016? I love... Doom 2016. Doom 2016 was my shit, and Doom Eternal looks like it's going to be my shit as well. I'm going to like Doom. I'm really more excited for Wolfenstein. Um, I'm yeah. a big fan of Wolfenstein. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, it looks it looks good. You weren't lying about uh, the 80s. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. That's, that's a thing. 80s is um, cool again. Cyberpunk, Youngblood, mm-hmm. Stranger so, I'm, Things. I'm excited for younger for Youngblood. Um, I'm wondering if it's going to be local co-op because there's definitely a co-op mechanic mm-hmm. involved in there. So There's no reason to have the fucking twins unless you were doing co-op. No. You know that uh, that computer I'm building for my cousin? Mm-hmm. His motherboard came with a free DLC, or a fr- not a fr- DLC, but a free code for Youngblood. And I was, wow. and I was like, hey, I'm about to jack this shit. Cause he's not, don't he, say anything. He's not going to play it. Nah, man. It doesn't work with my graphics card, because that's not the graphics card I bought. Because <laughs> 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 I tried, so I went into the NVIDIA or the GeForce uh launcher and i was like all right i'm gonna redeem this code and it was like hey you don't you're not running an rtx 2080 right now motherfucker so no you don't get it and i was like that's hilarious that sucks so anyway i'll live it'll be fine mm-hmm. but yeah that looks that shit looks good i love like nazis like we talked about it before nazis are the best like bad guy ever speaking of bethesda death loop looks cool i like death loop death loop so Deathloop was the game where it was the the male pro- the the male protagonist and it looks like it's a female antagonist but you can play both of them and I think it was like they were locked in this city and the male character is trying to stop the carnage that's going on uh-huh. and he ha- he's trying to destroy the source of like this the chaos. Was this the game with and- the two African American leads? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about then. And then, and then the female is just like, "Nah, man, this is this this is the world I can thrive in." Yeah, this is and my shit. And they keep killing each other, and they keep coming back. And I'm like, "Okay, that that looks hot. That looks tight." Um, and then finally, Ghostwire Tokyo. It looks like a really cool concept, but what really sold it was Ikumi Nakamura. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's do it for spooky. Her, man. <laughs> it's spooky. Dude, that she she like I watched that and I was just like, man, she's so wholesome. Like that shit's <laughs> awesome. Like she was cuz she's a mentor of the Resident Evil guy, right? I think she's the mentee Men- of the Re- mentee, of, that's what it is, yeah. Cuz she worked on The Evil Within and she's worked on one other game. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um I don't know. I know that she definitely worked on The Evil Within. I'll, I'll yeah. think of it at the most inopportune time. But there was a comic I saw like right after that announcement that someone had drew, and it was just like a plain like white silhouetted character, and it was he was watching. He was like, "She's so wholesome. I must draw her." And like someone behind <laughs> it was like, "No, keep this one, <laughs> keep this one wholesome." It was like a guy that like a big burly guy. He turned around, and just punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah, no, like her and uh, I mean we haven't talked. I guess we could segue into it. But cyber. So first of all, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I have not seen any. I didn't. I purposely didn't watch anything prior to this point about it. So I knew nothing about it. I just knew that it was very 
you know, cyberpunk in a dystopian era and all. So I watched the trailer before we started recording this, and I was like, holy shit, that looks great. Again, it's not gameplay. It is a trailer, but it looks great. It looks right up my alley, and then out of fucking nowhere, Keanu, Keanu Reeves yeah. is just in it. I believe that the 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 quote was, wake up, samurai, we got a city to burn. Yeah. And I was just like, all right. We got Norman Reedus, Mick Mickelson, and fucking Keanu Reeves on the forefront of video video games. The forefront of celebrity video games. (laughs) There is a gameplay trailer that came out months ago. Okay. Um, And if you're interested, definitely go check that out. It goes into, like, the concepts for gameplay. I don't know if everything is going in there or if they've elaborated on it, but it looks fantastic it looks so good that like i know again it looks like I said, really it, fucking good it was a trailer but multi- it looks good yeah and the, what they were trying to push is that there is multiple ways to execute the mission and there's multiple outcomes it's all based on like the style that you do things that's it looks cool. it looks really really cool so i'm excited for that that's super fucking cool speaking of uh microsoft and their e3 mm-hmm. um there's Five games that I'm looking forward to, and I say looking forward to very loosely. Um, maybe I shouldn't say very loosely. I say maybe the only one that I'm really not looking forward to all that much, but I'm really impressed with it, is Tales of Arise. Yeah. That game looks gorgeous. Yeah, it looks real good, but again, it's it a looks, Tales game. so <laughs> It's a Tales game, yeah. so what can I really expect from it? I mean, that being said, Tales of Biseria is legitimately good. Mm-hmm. But I've never played any track of the games, so. and I really uh, don't have a want to want to play any of them either. You're not missing much. Maybe Basaria, but it's super anime and it's super cheese. Yeah, I'm good. If I want if I want my animes, I'm just gonna fucking play Disgaea or something else like that, mm-hmm. or play my booby touching games. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't own any of those yet. Oh, did you get an email from uh, the? Uh, I almost said Scrubverse. Subverse? From Subverse? No, I have not. I got my Steam key. Like, I've downloaded it. Really? You can't play anything, but you can download it. And I've downloaded it, and I'm just like, I got it. Like, I'm going to play you. (laughs) I'm going to put it with all my other titty games. Yeah. I don't, surprisingly enough, I don't own that many titty games. Like, I never played any, like, the Galgun games or anything like that. Uh, my wife has this knack for just finding smut on the internet and just saving it to my computer. <laughs> that's, why man. You, that's why you married her. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, let me run through my. Oh, uh, RE5 and RE6 on the Switch. I own them for PS3. Yeah, I'm fine. So I don't care. Yeah. Sorry. Let's let's go back to the, no. Bethesda yeah, it's, stuff. it's fine. I didn't. As uh, you can see, there was no organization to my list. I was just like no games that I remembered, and I put <laughs> really? it in the word document real quick. <laughs> uh, no, going back into Microsoft, um, Elden Ring. I'm excited oh. for another Soulsborne esque game. Ooh, I'm just over here stroking an imaginary cock right now. Like, oh my god. I, I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, okay, this is very. This is very Soulsborne. I can kind of see the uh, the George R. R. Martin yeah. influence in it. Um, I'm gonna hold my reservation until I actually see some gameplay. But obviously, the game the yeah. game is probably gonna be fantastic. Yeah. From Software has never failed me before. Nope. Um, Halo Infinite. Cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Another Halo game. Love Halo. Yeah, it looks great. Keep them uh, coming. I still I don't care what it is, but every time I hear the Halo main theme, I get chills. 
Like that's <laughs> like, and I and I'll be honest with you, I never, pl- I didn't play Halo. Like I wasn't like fucking Halo. Let's play it when I was younger. But that song, that song's just good. Like, like the build up where you hear dun dun dun. Like that build up is real good. I only like Halo music when I'm playing Halo. If I listen to it in any other format, I don't give a shit. Well, I'll be honest with you, I can't. If you were to play, here's a Halo soundtrack. I'm like, I don't know any of these. But if that one came out, I'm like, I know that song. That's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, it, it's, when I got into Halo, it was like rapid fire because it was right when I met my wife and she was a big Halo fan. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, let me see what these games are about. Yeah. And I just played one, two, three, four, and boom. I think the only one I played all the way through was two. I liked two the most because of the two, dual wielding. Two was my favorite until I played uh, ODST. For some reason, I just love ODST. Oh, that game is I'm, I'm, I'm a liar. I loved Halo Reach. Halo Reach is a good game. Halo Reach was really cool to see all the Spartans like be like, hey, there's more than just one Spartan. And they get mm-hmm. fucking murked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love the ending to Reach. Reach is really, yeah. To Reach, yeah, Reach is outstanding. That guy with the shotgun and the skull on his visor just reminded mm-hmm. me of a StarCraft Marine. But he like even like he got a sword, an arbiter sword through the chest, and he's still just launching shotgun shells into an arbiter's face. Yeah, he face. didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he he also had an off de- off screen death. Like we didn't really see him die, but he was still badass. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the only other game that Microsoft re- announced that matters, which I am super hyped for, Fantasy Star Online Two. Oh yeah. <laughs> any any chances for me to do any other MMO? from March 2020 on <laughs> is gone. So I can get you over. in Final Fantasy 14 up until March 2020. Yes. Okay. Also, if you go to... If, if you can redeem a free week right now of Final Fantasy 14 if you do want to get back into it. I think I have two Fuck days. It. I have two days left on mine. Okay. I mean, once I'm done with this certification, yes, I'll, I'll jump into <laughs> fucking Final Fantasy. I right? never played a Fantasy Star Online game. I love Fantasy Star. I've played Fantasy Star Online 2 with a Japanese account. Um, the game is awesome. If if you're into like traditional things like Final Fantasy is very similar to World of Warcraft. If you're into MMOs that are like that, yeah. Fantasy Star is not like that. Well, Fantasy, Fantasy Star, Star looks like at one point you're fighting based. a dragon and then you go up into fucking Gundam space. Yep. It's just everything. Yep. It's just just throw everything at at the wall and see what happens. Yeah, let's see what sticks. Uh, Ubisoft. Only re- three games that really caught my eye. Watch Dogs Legions looks pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to play as the old lady. Just let me kill people <laughs> as the old lady. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah, apparently people still like Watch Dogs, which is really weird. I didn't think that Watch Dogs was that bad of a game. I played the first one. I never got to the second one, but I I played the first one. Um, Legions looks all right. I like the masks. I think the guy with the first mask was cool as shit. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. It's a a military shooter, but I was just like, I haven't gotten into a Ghost Recon game lately. I wanted to get into Wildlands, but I'm waiting for that to be like five bucks. Yeah. Because I think that's... Didn't they announce a mobile game with uh, Tom Clancy characters too? I don't care. Yeah. I was going to say, that's (laughs) that's the only thing I remember. But yeah, it was just like, hey, we we got Splinter Cell guy and we got this person from Ghost Recon. And I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. 
Oh, speaking of, since we're talking about it, let's just say, okay, I love how Nintendo does these pre-recorded directs. That's what they are. Okay. I yes. do. I don't like the live shit. Like I, I like the cringiness factor that comes in from the live shit just because I'm a piece of shit. But there are so many, like there are obviously times where you're just like, they, they pause for the, the, the hand clap and you're just like, this doesn't deserve a hand clap. But you just hear like that one guy like, woo. <laughs> and are you talking about Bethesda? I'm just talking about in general. I don't like the Did live- you see the Bethesda show though? Yeah, I saw clips of it. I didn't see the whole okay. thing though. I saw that entire thing. I swear to God, either they paid off that entire crowd or it's the room is filled with the developers of the game. Because they were just hooping and I hollering swear for to God. everything. They for every little thing. We're adding microtransactions to Elder Scrolls Blades. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'm just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, how much did you pay these people? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, look, your job is hype man. That's all you do. I fired you from QA. You want a job? Yeah. Be our hype man. What was E3. that? They're like, we. What do you say? We fucking put a battle royale in in Fallout 76, and it was like, who fucking cares? No one gives a shit. Unless, like, maybe we're crazy. Maybe there are people that care. The most telling thing where I'm just like. This this has to be like an entire sham. The crowd has to be an entire sham. Was when Todd Coward came out and was like, "I am really surprised to see this many people here." <laughs> Even he's like, "Why are you guys here?" <laughs> it's just because I paid you. <laughs> I paid you to be here. How many people did we pay? We had that many people here. <laughs> we had that many people here. I gotta that... put on pants. What? All right. <laughs> yep. Um. And finally, uh, for Ubisoft, the last thing I'm excited for is uh, Psychonauts 2. Yeah. The first one, yeah. First one for the PlayStation 2. That game is outstanding, fantastic. I love it. Yep. Um, and then finally, Square Enix. The only game that fucking matters from Square Enix is... Avengers. <laughs> no. All right. So we know we're going to talk about Final Fantasy VII. But yes. let's talk about this Avengers game first. Okay. So... And I saw this on Twitter. This Avengers game looked like they got all the stunt doubles from the Avengers movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they're just like, hey, you want to be in an Avengers game? They don't even have, like, the Avengers theme song at the end. It's just this random song that was made for the trade. Like, they are really, like, moving away from the Avengers movie cinematic universe. And Well... I, I those people aren't getting paid by the event by uh, Marvel anymore because like yeah it's true Robert Downey Jr. is gone yeah um, the dude who plays Captain America is gone Chris Evans yeah Scarlett Johansson gone super gone uh, <laughs> but the problem uh, the problem is they look I guess maybe that's just because I'm so used to Tony Stark Chris Evans Scarlett Johansson well we've been looking at them for ten years yeah but I'm like I look at these characters I'm just like they kind of look like them but they're not. So I'm not I don't have that much of a connection to the cinematic characters mm-hmm. because I just never watched the movies and I still watched the the cartoons that would come out every now and then. Yeah. So I'm used to them not looking like them, not like yeah. sounding like them. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really that much of a shock to me. But I get it. It's weird that we I mean yeah, it's it's I mean one of the biggest gross it's on its track like it's almost has it beaten Avatar yet as the number one box office hit? Mm. I don't think it has yet. But 
it's just weird to see two Marvel. I guess one is an Avengers game and the other one is Ultimate Alliance three, but it's just weird. I wasn't expecting it, but it's not like I, I wasn't expecting like in a good way though. So I don't know. Yeah, that and before we talk about Final Fantasy, we got Shadowbringers. That wasn't like a big EA, but they did have like a. They talked about it and all that stuff. I didn't. I don't like tuning yeah. in. I don't like tuning into expansion stuff like that because I like to be surprised, especially for a game that I'm not like min maxing stats to try and beat raids with. I'm just going for story. I just mm-hmm. want to be surprised. Uh, but yes, Final Fantasy VII. It looks good. Battle system, I think, looks good too. That game looks fantastic. Yes, the orchestrated like, it's, to music. Me, it's, it's not just. Yeah, the music is is awesome. Yeah, uh, I think that this is finally the battle system that they've been chasing, trying to mm-hmm. get down pat correctly since like Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah, like the auto combat th- uh, that they do is like it's it's active where you can do regular attacks, but then you have your ATB system will fill up, and then you can do special attacks that way. I think that this is what they've been trying to do for the last three mainline games, not counting fourteen. So, super stoked. Um, my only real concerns with seven, and it's been made, it's been made known to everybody um, through other publications as well, is what are they doing to the storyline as a whole? Because this is, it looks like it's only going to be covering disc one, and it's only covering Midgar. Now we know that it is a reimagining, mm-hmm. but. It's this the, you know. this first chapter is also going to be two Blu-ray discs worth of information. Yeah, and one of them is just Midgar. Yeah, the thing is, I think what uh, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be taking a because let's be honest, like once you leave Midgar and tell me what's the first thing you remember when you leave Midgar in the original game? You go to the uh, the port city. I didn't know that. I di- I didn't remember yeah, that. You go to the port city. Uh, you get. You don't get Leviathan. You fight a big fucking sea dragon, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, at one point yeah, you, go you go to there. the you go to the yeah the port city. You have to fight. Is that where you fight uh, Genova? No, you don't fight Genova there. Okay. Anyway, Genova, you don't fight until like much. The the thing is, Midgar is a very like once you Midgar is what got everybody first sees and all that stuff. So I understand that maybe mm-hmm. they're going to be taking the. The thing is, the story might not be a one-for-one one re- remake of the old one. No, it definitely is not. So one that's for why one. we're probably gonna we're probably gonna see a lot more of Biggs, Jesse, and Wedge, all those characters, yeah. a lot more. Uh, but I mean, if you just look at it, and look at the like they put a lot of time into it. Like, why make that city if you're not gonna be there very long? Exactly. So it looks so great. I, I love Barrett. Barrett looks great. I love the. I like his voice actor. I know there was a, like a little bit of an uproar about that. They were just saying, like, why are you making Barrett into a Mr. T character? He is. You know, why? He fucking is. Like, look at the time that came out. It was based off of Mr. T. He literally just doesn't have the chains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tifa looks great. Tifa looks good. Tifa looks real good. Everybody, all the... Her tits are good. Everyone's penis got hard when they saw T- Tifa, because yep. everybody loves Tifa. Uh, Tifa's great. Uh, I'm excited. I want to see uh, Red 13. I really liked Red 13. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't show him off. That's a lot later in disc one, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's the tail end of disc one, but I'm still surprised that they didn't show him off. So, which I'm, makes I'm me think hoping... he's not going to be in it. <laughs> I don't know about that, but they still have another nine, ten months of development to go. Yeah. So we got our Sephiroth yeah. clip. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you got it. You got to get your little Sephiroth in there. So. 
Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that I, when we look at the storyline, Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation was about so many things. It was, it was convoluted as a motherfucker. <laughs> well, not just convoluted, but they went into things like human cloning, and they went into like corporate mega corporations yeah. taking over entire countries and yeah, cities and nature shit like that. Taking back what natural you, disasters, yeah. Yeah. terrorism. And I hope that they don't just turn the remake into two androgynous men fighting with big ass swords. And that's you want the story. to keep I'm all hoping, that extra stuff. I want all the the shit that mattered, yeah. more or less. Where everyone you know had their I mean? own storyline. Exactly. Because everyone has different motivations to do what they do, why they go on the adventure in the first place. Yeah. You know? I hope that they don't just water it down and have a, a hyper-focused storyline between Cloud and Sephiroth. Because that would be a waste. Yeah. Because if we really want to get into it, if you're going to have it hyper-focused on those two motherfuckers, you have to throw Crisis Core in there. Yeah. You, you have to throw, like, a lot of Crisis Core in there. You have to bring Zack back. Because Cloud doesn't fucking know Sephiroth. Yeah. He doesn't. So. So. Uh, but yeah, it That's looks my... good. Uh, that uh, collector's edition. So I was like, "Oh man, that collector's edition looks really cool." But that statue's probably going to be fucking shitty and all that. It's two separate figures, and they're yeah, it's, it's they're huge. <laughs> yeah, it's the bike and the figure itself, and it's also like four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like three fifty. Still, that's not Some bad because like that. that statue looks re- like, the, and it's not so much a statue. Those are actually like that cloud is posable. Like it mm-hmm. looks good. Uh. I don't know. Like, I will play it. I don't know if I'll get the collector's edition and all that stuff. But it looks good. We do know it won't No, I'm, I'm just getting the steelbook. I'm not getting the... Uh, we do. Oh, I'm speaking not... of steelbooks, too, uh, the collector's edition of uh, Doom Eternal, the case, I wanted to bring this up, the steel case is art done by Mondo. I don't know if you know what Mondo... Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, if you go back and look at it, it's done by Mondo. So that might be the reason that I get a steelbook of Doom Eternal. But... I will look for that. Though. Yeah, this looks really, like... It looks at one point. I think uh, when you're playing as Barrett, like I think the AI cloud gets hit, and you're just hearing like yell out shit, and yeah. <laughs> you're like, "All right." That boss fight was so fucking cool. Yeah, well, you talking about that the, boss fight the, 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 against the scorpion? Yeah, the, it looks real yeah. good. Like it just looks amazing. Like apparently they've been on work. Oh, this originally what was it, 2013 or 15 that this has been in the works, something like that. I think that they announced something in 20. 20- 15 i want to say it's either 2014 or 2015 because i was no no no. either 2015 or 2016 because i was living in north carolina and i had moved to my new apartment okay and that was during the second half of my uh time at whatever duty station i was at (laughs) uh the thing is though that concerns me that if it's so it concerns me for the other parts, how long they're going to take to come out. But maybe they're taking so long on this first part because they want to show off, like, they want to get the combat system down. They want to get the graphics system. They want to get everything down. And then maybe the other stories will just, they won't take as long. I don't think it's going to take as long as everyone else thinks because half of the work when making a game is creating the engine. Yeah, this is creating brand the new. System. Exactly. So, and also keep in mind, they had to scrap the first build of Final Fantasy. Like, everyone was saying, oh yeah, they only did the Midgar portion, and everyone was freaking out, only to find out, hey, the Midgar portion is the entire fucking game. Oh! (laughs) 
So like when when like years ago, like two three two or three years ago, they were saying, oh yeah, we have to scrap the original build of the game because we weren't happy with it, and people were saying, oh yeah, they only did the Midgar portion. Lo and behold, the only portion that we're really getting is the Midgar portion. So, eh. I don't know. I'll be on the. Lookout. I, I think we'll be, be fine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. I, I think it will be fine. Uh, let me run through my list. Make sure we didn't miss any. I think we got everything on my list. We There's got- one other thing that we didn't go into, and that's the digital dev- devolve devolver digital. Uh, uh, yeah, it that w- shit was weird. It was so they're 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 notoriously weird. They were weird last year and all that stuff. Uh, the carry on game looks interesting. I do want to play okay. carry on. That looks cool. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I just don't think they had, they said some more stuff about Metal Wolf Chaos. I'm uh, ex- mm-hmm. super excited for that. Uh, we have apparently there's just an arcade cabinet of first person shooter adventure the Gungeon. Uh, <laughs> Who saw that coming? Nobody. They said arcades and homes are getting these. We were like, what fucking arcades are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and then I mean the DLC for the Messenger looks cool. That looks great. That looks yeah. good. Also, you're I am this sub- knockoff stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that looks fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, that of all the things that I saw, I'm just like, I have to. What get is that? that? Enter the gun dungeon or something like that, or I forget what it's called. I don't know. It looks- uh, I don't remember. It looks like shit, and it was just like, <laughs> yeah, you have to. It, it was funny because it was just like, yeah, you have to get all these games from our storefront, but the only way that you can get our storefront is by going into Steam and downloading the storefront from there. Let's make it as convoluted and stupid as possible. Oh, it's a super fucking meta joke. It's to- That's yes. totally what it is. Uh, I don't know. Like- I wouldn't be surprised if it's not real. Yeah. You get the what you What do you have? My friend Pedro... You have that game, which they talked yeah. about last year. I don't know. All I care about is I love Enter the Gungeon. That's cool. But all I care about from D- Digital Devolver is Metal Wolf Chaos because that game is so over the top and so fucking stupid, and I love it. I'm surprised we even fucking got the remake. The only thing that I feel was really missing, and I'm kind of surprised that they didn't show anything for it, we didn't hear anything about a continuation for Katana Zero. No, we didn't. That didn't dawn on me until just now. Yeah. We didn't yeah, hear like when I was watching it, I was I was expecting something for Katana Zero. Maybe it's too early for them. Was. Yeah, maybe they think it's too uh, early to come out with it. Maybe I don't know, but again, like we said, like just because they didn't show it at E three doesn't mean that it's not fucking being made. Yeah. So, uh, I think that basically covers it for for my. That's E three in a nutshell. Overall, I'm not super impressed. Nintendo was fantastic. Yeah, I th- if I, I yeah. were to give them anything, it'd be like a minus B plus. Like it was, it was really good. If it if it helps anything, I don't expect much much out of every anybody but Nintendo. Like Nintendo kind of had a quiet three last year. I expect things from Microsoft, especially like your console is coming out next year, and you don't show us anything of it other than. Hey, Halo Infinite is going to be coming out on fucking Scarlet. Yeah. And all they would talk about was the fucking, what do you call it? The the frame rate. Oh, the frame rate is so fucking high. hundred. Who the fuck can, You're console people. Who can see no that? No one gives a shit about fucking frame rate for console people. Yeah. I don't know. Eh, f- Fucking how did your week go besides E3? <laughs> uh, it was all right. Um, oh, I finally got... Oh, did you get one? 
This. Oh shit! I didn't get one. So that was seven. I think that is that the one that Scotty's bringing for this us. This is seven. Uh, he's bringing eight. So I bought this separately. Oh okay. Hey, uh, audio listeners, this is the uh, the actual tangible. Yes, physical. I'm a terrible person. I should have said yeah. Mega Visions Volume Seven. Um, good writers. The art is fantastic. That shit looks the, dope. The the way the page design, the the magazine design itself is amazing. It doesn't look like it's it cheap looks, quality either. No. And the thing is, is that the style of the pages, it looks like it's an old magazine. Like it, it they have like little wear and tear effects on the pages. Like uh, like if you look at an old movie like video yeah, tearing like the, or, or the grain. pages kinda look like they've faded a little bit. But it's all for the effects. Like it's it's so fucking cool. That's cool. So you said you bought um, seven separately, right? I bought seven separately. That's why I have this. Okay. Eight, we're getting at too many games. Okay. But, yo, if 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 there is a magazine that you you want, it's going to be fucking Mega Visions magazine. This this shit, it's the shit. Yeah, go check my them out. Only, my only complaint is that they don't have anything on the... Oh, yeah. Is it nothing? Not, not even... It's nothing. Oh. There's so nothing on if the you were, Let's so. theoretically say you had 50 of them. You couldn't really see exactly. if they were all so up on your shelf. So. On, on the binding on the side, the only critique that I would have is like put Mega Visions Volume 7 and say what quarter it is that's coming out. Kind of like Nintendo you know, Power and all that stuff ex- was. Yeah. Um, because these, these, this is this is pretty thick. This is sixty-two pages, sixty-three pages. <laughs> That's a thick bitch. <laughs> it's it's there's a lot of content in there, and it goes over both the new games and old. So definitely go check that shit out. All right. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm excited to get mine this this week. So. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went hunting like I do every single week. Um, I picked up a few games. Mainly, I was looking at the Sega Genesis. I picked up. I was looking for games that were on the Sega Mini just so that because there's a few games on there that I was just like, I have to go play them. I can't wait until I get my Sega Mini. So I picked up uh, Light Crusader. It's, it's a $5 game. I bought it for $5. It goes for like 11 Okay. Um, it's an isometric top-down RPG, oh, dungeon cool. crawler. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good game, solid game. Uh, Beyond Oasis. I've heard of Beyond that. Oasis. Yeah, it's also another really good RPG. I picked this up for about twenty. Was that 20 on? Bucks? Was that on Super Nintendo as well? I don't remember. I feel like I the way you show the front of that cartridge looks familiar to me. I don't know why it just looks really familiar. I don't know. Um, it's that's also a really great RPG. I got this for about twenty five, twenty six bucks. It goes for forty. Well, there you go. Yeah, chase and that deal, finally, boy. <laughs> exactly. Finally, um, I got Monster World 4. Oh. This game did not get released in the United States. This is this is a ROM hack, and, of course, I buy all, any and all ROM hacks. Um, yeah, the one ROM hack that I was going to br- – I'll let you bring it up. But, yeah, you, yeah, you so dirty bitch. <laughs> Monster, World 4, Monster World 4 is a solid, solid fucking game. Um, definitely go check that out if you can. Download the emulator, download the ROM, check it out, and then when the Sega Mini comes out, support the official release. Right, right, right. And then finally, I know that I talked about this, I think, like two weeks ago, but I finally got Pokemon Cock version, and it's a, it's a picture of Lickitung on the top. I played this with a buddy of mine. I cannot stream this game. You said you were trying to. I cannot stream this game. 
All right. I can't. Does it not go I with can't. Twitch's uh, TOS? <laughs> if it, it if it were, it would be writing it really hard. There is a <laughs> lot of fucked up shit in it. And the thing is, is that it's not like imagery. It's the things that people say. And they all are all about the same shit. Didn't it's, you say like Professor Oak was like, hey, bitch, where's your mom? I'm going to fuck her or something like that. Yeah, but then he goes like into really criminal actions. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I definitely no, I can't stream that shit. But if you want to check it out, you know, there's there's a ROM out there. All Go right, check it out, man. I won't, but all right. Uh, other than that, there's not much. I'm still working on my certification. I'm a boring man until the end of the summer, until I can get this shit done. So, all right, well, all right, cool. I'll hit mine up real quick. Uh, I started playing Final Fantasy 14 again. Uh, because yep. right now they're doing, I got an email saying like, Hey, we're kind of doing like a shadow bringers promotion. We're going to give everybody like seven free days. And, uh, I quit playing at around 52 level 52. So I just like in the very beginning of heaven's ward and, okay. uh, I'm playing it for story. Like I'm not doing like, basically it's still my first character, my first class. So basically with your first class, you just do the story mode and you get leveled all the way up. Right. All the side quests and all that extra shit is for when you're wanting to master the other classes and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm just playing story mode. It's taken a little while because I'm actually reading everything. Stories, I mean, Final Fantasy story is really good. I really like it. Uh, the Heaven's Ward shit is really getting me. I'm like, oh shit, this stuff's about dragons. You know, we got to fight the dragons. And then I just got to the point where it's like, well, maybe we're on the wrong side of this. Maybe the dragons are just in what they're doing and all that other shit. So it's interesting uh been playing a lot of that i've been switching over to wild WoW classic still but i'm just I, i'm playing wild WoW classic i'm like i'd rather be playing final fantasy 14 right now so i switch back over to that and all that uh i got the computer parts in for my cousin's computer that i'm building mm -hmm. uh, we got we're still missing the basically the the actual computer which is the cpu the motherboard the graphics card but we got the case uh we got Power supply, which I accidentally bought two, so I have to send another one of those back because they were $100 power supply. They were $95 power supplies. Uh, wait out a couple other things, but this one's a lot easier. Like I got, I'm hopefully going to get everything in before too many games, which is I'm leaving when Thursday. I'm leaving my house Wednesday to go stay at my mom's house. But, uh, yeah, hopefully I can get that done. Uh, I sent you a picture in the Discord about something that I built. So I built a shop table. Yes. And I was very surprised with myself because it came out really, really well. Uh, actually, today I just got done building the second one. So I now have nice. two, and I'm going to be building the connector shelf that goes in between, which is the way that this setup is going to be is the miter saw will sit right in that shelf. And the where the miter saw, where the piece of wood, it's going to be completely level with the two uh, tables. So I can put a long piece of wood on it, and it doesn't. You know, I can do stop blocks and all that shit that I need, and it's just going to be a real nice, big, long miter saw table. Nice. And it's feeling really good to see stuff coming together. I'm going to be building some more shop tables, and I found out that the wood that I want to build the uh, bookshelves out of, the Home Depot doesn't have it in stock, so I have to special order it. Right. So, I mean, it's just, I think it's half inch, four by four, four foot by eight foot MDF board. So mm -hmm. I just got to order it, and then I'm going to cut it down to what I need it. Uh, what else? I, I streamed a little bit this week. I didn't stream a whole lot. Just kind of, kind of been getting, I've kind of been down with streaming. Like it's kind of been putting me in kind of a funk. 
haven't been really wanting to stream. I guess that happens sometimes with content creators. Uh, the wood shop is where I've been wanting to be for the last few <laughs> nights. That's just where I want to be in there. So maybe I need to like, once I get like a dust collection system built, maybe I'll just bring my laptop out there and stream. It's kind of like how Jason does. Just yeah. like bring a laptop and a webcam out there and just stream it. Doesn't have to have all these fancy overlays and all that shit. Just be like, hey, this is the wood I'm building or this is something I'm building. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, getting ready, getting things prepped for uh, too many games. I shared in the Discord some uh, some sprites that I want to make. I might try to make them before I go to too many games, so I can like Gang Sign Sonic. <laughs> yeah, Gang Sign Sonic. Uh, a lot of people are liking those Sonic ones. I uh, I like. I personally like making the logos. I have a very nice Nintendo logo. I found a very good PlayStation logo. Uh, I found a very good you, – you saw the Sega ones, so I want to make those too. But I might make mm-hmm. a couple of those uh, Sonic ones, bring them up there, and might give them out. Just see. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to make it a priority to get them made or anything like that. So just if I get some downtime because I still got work to do. Work, work's work been a little less crazier than it was last week. I was actually able to do clips for the podcast this week, which got them out on time and all that shit. So I'm happy about that. Nice. Uh, other than that, oh, uh, I guess this technically counts as this week, but uh, you guys don't see him right now because he's hiding and he's sleeping. I can see his head right now. I think he might be, or it might be waking up, but uh, my cousin brings over, he's like, he calls me like literally 30 minutes before we start doing this podcast recording. He's like, hey, I heard you like kittens. And I was like, that's a weird way to fucking start a conversation. But <laughs> I was like, sure. He's like, we found this kitten. It has like a bob tail and all this. And I was like, fuck bring him over so i bring him over and he's very quiet like i'm ho- i was holding him and he's just laying on my chest and meowing and purring so that's the main thing if they're purring then they're happy but i set him down and he just went right behind one of my monitors because he lived underneath a building so he's like very he likes very close spaces or it likes very mm-hmm. close spaces so i'm trying to get him to open up i got some food and water out for him my wife is picking up some wet food and all that stuff so i don't know we might end up keeping it we'll see Nice, very cool. My wife's very allergic, so we would have to keep him out here. But he did say that there was another... He saw a black one, too. So maybe I want him to get that black one, too, because I want to keep both of them. Because I want both of them to be together. Like, if we're going to keep right. both of them, like, yeah. It's like, if it's its brother or sister, I'm a big-ass softy. Like, oh, let's keep it together, because, you know, I'm a big old piece of shit and you know, all that. <laughs> so, I, uh, anyway, that was my week, so... That's short, sweet, to the point. Yeah, I mean, we that's what we planned on. We talked a lot about E3. That was basically our most of our week. We were tuning into that shit, so. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's, do you want to do news? Let's hit news, man. So, Nintendo comments on crunch and game delays uh, at E3 2019. So, basically, e, uh, Nintendo uh, CEO, I always want to say it's, uh, or American CEO, I want to say it's Reggie, but it's Bow- Doug Bowser. He was uh, asked uh, the crunch, uh, what what's Nintendo's view on crunch? And basically, the gist of it is, is he's like, hey, we want games to come out, but we also want to respect our creators. We want to respect our people that are creating these games and give them the time they need with their families and all that. Basically, they're saying, fuck crunch. Namely for the developers. Mainly for the developers, yes. Uh, well, apparently, <laughs> uh, shareholders and shit like that don't like that. They're like, no, crunch that shit. We want that. Like there's, there's a lot of, uh, different ways that you can look at it. Like they're definitely putting the PR spin on this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Crunch is a really hot button topic right now. However, 
this plays into Nintendo's favor in more ways than one. Yes, investors are upset because a highly sought-after game is not coming out during the holiday season. And if you look at Matrixes, November and December are the biggest months oh, every yeah. year for video it's the games. the holiday season. By far. But the problem is, is that... Nintendo is essentially competing with itself because this will be Nintendo's winter. You know, there's yeah. a lot of high high quality yeah. games are coming out on the Switch. Pokemon for and one. Most importantly, you have Pokemon and then you have Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. but mainly Pokemon. Yeah. And what what sense does it make to put Animal Crossing up against your biggest IP? Period. So it's it's very much in their favor to push this back into March when there's not really a whole lot going on and it's going to go unopposed. So I definitely see this as Nintendo playing the system, uh, you know, trying to win the hearts and minds, so to say, while also maintaining an advantage on sales. Oh yeah, and that I mean so. that's that's fine too. Like, and I understand. Yeah, you were right. They're wanting to be. They're like, we don't want to be the bad guy here. Like. There, there might be some crunch that happens, but I don't think it's going to be the level. There's that a lot we've of crunch. Seeing. There's been a lot of talk about crunch in the past when it comes to their QA department, because they were just like, I remember working 80, 100 hour weeks for you know older Legend of Zelda games mm-hmm. or uh, Pokemon games, and it was just like now they all of a sudden they give a shit about crunch. But when you talk about QA. QA doesn't really get treated the same way no. as developers do. Yeah. Because QA is like, you're expendable. Anybody can play test a video game. Yeah. You uh, know, these uh, are the motherfuckers that get paid like $9 an hour to break a game. Yeah. That, what's your job? Oh, I have to replay this level 4,800 times and I have yeah. to make sure that everything, I can break everything. Yeah. So, I mean... They're they're trying to take care of the people that matter in their eyes, and putting it on that spin, putting it in a in a in a light that makes it seem like you know we're trying to make sure that the game is as good as it possibly can be. Um, yeah, just whatever. Play play your game, man. It's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo definitely just doesn't want to be the bad guy here. Uh, speaking of bad guys. Uh... <laughs> Okay, so Shenmue 3 has turned to the dark side. Boy, has um, it. Even though during their Kickstarter, they have come out and said that, you know, this will be available on Steam, on GOG, on Insert mm-hmm. Your Gaming Launcher here. They have now done an exclusive deal with Epic Games. Uh, a lot of it seems to be Writing them rooted. Chicks. Writing them yeah. checks. <laughs> a lot of it seems to be rooted in the fact that Deep Silver influenced the deal. Um, it doesn't help that Shenmue 3 is being run on the Unreal Engine, um, but in addition to that, Deep Silver has done this in the past with Metro Exodus. Why wouldn't they go ahead and do an exclusive deal for Shenmue? People were bitching about the fact that Shenmue got a publisher in the first place through <laughs> Deep Silver, and then they salt the wound by going with Epic Games. Some people have gone as far to say... Let's do a class action lawsuit against Deep Silver because this is bullshit. Yeah, they are not giving money back either. They're like, no, no we're and not they're doing not giving shit. refunds. There's no refunds given out. That shit's dirty. It's it's bullshit. It, it, I'm almost like, wouldn't that go against Kickstarter's TOS because you're not fulfilling the the 
promises that you made. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. But I think that they're getting away uh, away with that. I don't know Kickstarter's TOS that well to be able to yeah. comment on it. But the, apparently, there's an FAQ that indicates that Shenmue Three will be a timed exclusive for Epic Games, but oh, it's okay. a year. That's a, a year. That's a long ass. That's a exclusive. long ass fucking time. So they've been waiting for this game for like four or five years, and now what you're saying is that for all the PC players, they're saying that you have to wait a whole another year. That's bullshit. Yeah. And so a lot of people have been going to this website. I mean, I could drop a link in the description. Um, but you go on the website and you switch over your um, your copy that you would have gotten from PC over to PS4. And then you could do whatever you want with it. You can sell it. You can keep yeah. it. You can whatever. Um, it's, it's dirty. And I don't really blame EaseNet. EaseNet is the developer for this game. Right. I don't blame them. Because this is definitely something that Deep Silver would go ahead and do. So it's just really unfortunate, but Yeah, what was the other one? Outer Worlds did this shit too? Outer uh did Outer Worlds do it? Maybe. I think Outer Worlds might have done it. But definitely Metro Exodus. It's just Yeah. Companies be doing shady ass shit. Companies, and, companies be fucking crazy. And speaking of shady ass shit, let's see. Xseed slammed for terrible policy of only crediting current members of staff in its games. Uh, basically, that is bullshit. Yeah. So apparently, if for any reason that you decide to leave a project early before the game comes out or something like that, Xseed's just like, "Fuck you! You're not going to be in the credits. We're not going to credit that you did anything on this because we only do it for our current employees." Yeah, that's that is insane. That's absolutely insane. So pretty, uh, what ha- ended up happening is that um, localization specialist Brittany Avery uh, tweeted on Twitter. She was just like, oh, wow, the PS4 ending credits for Cold Steel 1 were updated so that my name isn't in them. So I'm guessing that it's the same for Cold Steel 2 as well. And she later on goes to say, I'd be really bummed out if the same thing happens with Mysterious physical version because that launched right after I left. Mm-hmm. So it's... If you work on something, to me, maybe it's not necessarily plagiarism, but you have to credit an artist's work, you know, no matter what. You have to credit the artist's work. And looking at the response that they gave, it was like, look, we appreciate the hard work of everyone who contributes to our releases, Mm -hmm. but it is and always has been company policy that current members of our staff are credited. We have never credited the staff for their individual roles or if they've left the company. That's You're still the product that they worked on. You're calling it yours, and you're not giving credit where credit is due. It's... It's a really shitty thing, but technically there's nothing that they really can that not they can do, but anyone else can do about it because there are no laws in video game development that state you have to maintain a credit reel for the people that true. You know, it, they're not made the game. There might not be a law, but that doesn't mean that it's not fucking shitty. It is fucking shitty. I'm, I'm not saying that that it, that it isn't. But uh, there's some comments on here. It's like everyone knows company policy is by law immutable. There's nothing that they can do about it, which is bullshit. But But hopefully – Just why? Why have a company policy like this? Are you that vindictive that someone leaves your company or your project that you want to be that much of an asshole and that petty? I mean I share your sentiment. Yeah, I mean yeah. Like (laughs) I'm I'm the more passionate side. And it's probably the truth. 
Like it's it's bullshit. And there's been a whole fucking garbage fire on their Twitter for that. Everyone is saying that you need to change the policy. Yeah, I've got some pulled up here. Yeah. That's that's that just sucks. Like that like that's if I you and me, we're both we're technically content creators. Like mm-hmm. let's say we collaborated with somebody and we worked with them for a year on something. And then at the right. end we were just like, "Man, we got to go work on something else, so we got we're going to have to part ways. We like it, you know, we want glad that we worked with you." And then it's just like the company comes out and be like, "This is something that's made strictly by us." And there's we're like, "What the fuck? We didn't get credited at all. We did like 95% of the work." Exactly. I mean, there's there's closet, and this is why people are saying that there needs to be a unionization in the video game industry, because when you look at films and movies, mm. if an individual has worked on a third of a project, they have to be credited. They have to. Right. If somebody comes in thirty three percent of the way and leaves when it's like sixty percent, sixty six percent done, they have to be credited. That's in their like their union clauses. Right. And like you could argue that the credit reel is proof of employment, so to say. Yeah. It's the same thing that if, uh, cause it comes down to like, what games have you worked on? Oh, I did localization for, uh, trails of cold tears, uh, one and two and all these other XC. If games. they go to verify, but now it. there's, <laughs> and they go to verify and it's like, Oh, you only worked on the PS PSP version. What about these other ones? Yeah. Oh, XC are a bunch of assholes, man. Yeah. It's the same thing, like it, on my resume. If I like my company, if I worked at my company for five years and then I went to go work at another company and I left, and they called them like, "Hey, did Corey Walls work here?" They're like, "Who the fuck is that? We never had anybody work here like that." That's fucked up. <laughs> that's yeah, it's that's it's so bullshit. So uh, hopefully, in this situation, there, the way the world is, there probably won't be justice done, especially in this situation. But there, if it was a Western company. And I, I think that XSeed has Western offices, but, I, I mean, if it was truly a Western company, they probably would be more likely to cave in into it. Yeah. Um, however, in this case, I just don't see them really giving a shit. No. Because at the end of the day, XSeed, from what I know, and I could be completely wrong missing the mark because I don't play many XSeed games. The only games I own are the Cold Tears games. I think that they're more along the lines of a localization company rather than a developer. But that sucks, too. Even if it is a localization, yeah. if you helped localize something, you still worked on it. Yeah, th- there you go. Um, Exceed Games is an American video game company founded by former members of Square Enix USA. It later became the subsidiary of a Japanese company called Marvelous, providing the localization and publishing services for video games and related materials. So, yeah, they focus on localization, localizing games from Japan and Asia to the West. So... I would be really surprised if they were just like, whatever. Fuck it. No. Done. Don't give a shit. Yeah. So. It's just dirty. It's dirty. It's bullshit. Sh- shit's dirty. This next one's for you. This shit ain't dirty. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I have I have gone on the record to say the TurboGrafx-16 is one of my favorite consoles of all time. I love this console. I love it to fucking Do you think death. it needed a mini, though? So, I don't... I'm not going to say that it needed a mini. Um, I think that the TurboGrafx benefits from having a mini because it's one of the more obscure consoles. It's kind of like the same way that I feel about the Commodore 64 Mini. The C64 Mini should 
be out there and, you know, people should take advantage of playing it. However, nobody really knows what it is, so it doesn't really catch on. The TurboGrafx-16... I didn't know what it was I think I met it's, you. What, the, the 16? No, just the, the TurboGrafx in general. Like, I'd never... Okay, so... The TurboGrafx-16, I think, has a little bit more of an advantage because it hit Western Shores, at least in the United States, a lot harder than the than the Commodore 64. Okay. Um, in addition to that, it had very similar games to the NES and the Sega Genesis and the Sega Master System. And it's it, they're gorgeous. But looking at it, I'm looking at the, the, the release titles that are coming out, and they've got six titles for the North American release and six, six titles for the Japanese release. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The North American release looks weak. It looks significantly weaker. Um, for the U.S., we have R-Type, uh-huh. which is, you know, everyone should know what R-Type is. If you don't know what R-Type is, it's one of the first um, horizontal shooters for consoles. Okay. Uh, Ease Book 1 and 2, which is interesting, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But they have Ease Books 1 and 2. They have New Adventure Island, which is, you know, a fun little arcade game. You, It's a side-scroller. It's right. collect fruit and try to reach it to the end. Ninja Spirit, which is an outstanding game. It's a ninja – it's a – it's an action adventure game, uh, all based on ninjas. It's so fucking cool. It takes place in like the the Meiji, not not the Meiji period, but it's like the Warring States period. Right, right, right. It's it's fucking cool as shit. Um, Alien Crush, which is a pinball game, and then Dungeon Explorer, which I'm not really all that familiar with. However, on the Japanese version, they're getting Bonk's Adventure, which is like the Mario. Yeah, for why wouldn't the, the Turbo why Graphics wouldn't the North American get this one? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm fucking saying. So they have Bonk's Adventure announced for the Japanese release. They have Dracula X. <laughs> wow, which yeah, yeah, they have fucking Dracula X coming out onto it. Yeah, they have Kung Fu, the, the Kung Fu or the China Warrior, which is a really good game. They have Super Star Soldier, which is also really solid shooter. Um, Ease 1 and 2, which is coming out for the North American, and Dungeon Explorer. What's interesting to see is Ease Book 1 and 2 and Dracula X, because both those games are TurboGrafx CD games. Okay. So It wasn't technically the, the system then. It was an add-on. It's, it's kind of similar to what the Sega CD was. Okay. So pretend if the Sega Mini had Sega CD games. Right, right. That's what I'm seeing here. Easebook 1 and 2 was a CD game. That would be really cool to see, seeing like some of the the higher fidelity so games. So maybe that out. maybe seeing those will be like, oh, maybe we'll get the other good ones. Also, too, this is only like we don't know how many games are going to be on this and it's only the first 6. So maybe we'll see Dracula X. The th- the thing is is that at least in the United States, the, the PC Engine or the TurboGrafx-16 didn't get a strong foothold here. So I don't think that there's a lot of well-known games for the US market. Yeah. Um I could tell you what, the fucking Japanese version looks a hell of a lot more interesting than the North American one. I mean, yeah, Adventure Island, yeah, it's a good series. Ninja Spirit is arguably my favorite game on the Turbo Graphics, yeah. but overall, for the better deal, the Japanese one looks better. And I mean, there's only six games so far, so I mean, we have to see. What else is in store for us? Yeah, but, maybe we're just getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. 
I did make a list of what I'd like to see, and it's it's a relatively short list. Yeah, shoot. Um, Newtopia, which is the TurboGrafx um, Zelda clone. Okay. Uh, that's a solid game. Splatterhouse is awesome. Uh, Splatterhouse is a oh yeah, Splatterhouse. Horror, it's it, yeah, it's yeah, Splatterhouse is like uh, Jason. Yeah. Um, get the fucking chainsaw. You cutting up bitches and shit like that. Uh, <laughs> Airzonk is a great fucking game. It's it's a cute em up, but it's like superhero cute em up. Um, that game is awesome. It's weird to hear you the say Legend- that you like a cute em up. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the only ones I I like. Uh, the Legendary Axe is a good game. Dragon Spirit or Dragon's Curse, depending on what region that you get it in. That's uh that's one of the Monster Boy games. Oh okay. Um, Vigilante, good game. Magical Chase would be awesome to see, especially considering how fucking expensive that game is. Uh, Keith Courage is almost a shoe in because that was a pack in title for the the Turbo Graphics in the United States. And I'd like to see the other Bonk games on this fucking thing. <laughs> I think you talked about this on a previous podcast. Yes. I just want to see the other Bonk games. Give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Bonk, damn it. And Not it, enough Bonk. I never thought I'd hear those words either. <laughs> Give me Bonk. I'm, I, 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 I'm actually surprised that it's Konami that's pushing this. I didn't know that Konami bought the rights to, uh, to the Turbo Graphics. That's really surprising, which means there's more of a reason for me to hate Konami because they've been holding out on Bonk's adventure, and that pisses me off. Give me my Bonk, goddammit. Give me my Bonk, man. Bonk me now. Oh, so you don't get your Bonk, and everybody else doesn't get their Pokemons. So, <laughs> uh, Connor was asking about this earlier. Yeah, we'll go over it in the questions, too. But uh, Game Freak cites a few reasons for why you can't transfer all Pokemon to the Pokemon's new Pokemon Sword and Shield games. Uh, Game Freak broke some news about Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, yesterday that is not going well with fans. The gist of it is, is there's over, like, after this game, there's going to be, like, 900 Pokemon. They were saying that it's going all the way up to 1,000. 1,000 Pokemon. Uh, So they're wanting to not be, like, because let's be honest, especially if you're a competitive Pokemon player, you're just going to bring all your Pokemon over and just use all those Pokemon and then start dabbling into the new Pokemon. Basically, mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're given there. There's only going to be certain Pokemon that are only uh that are only native to the Gal- Galar region are going to be able to be used in the new Pokemon Sword and Shield game because they want you. Let's be honest. How many Pokemon have just been thrown to the wayside because they're garbage Pokemon and you didn't really get to like mess with them or play play you know use them or anything like that? I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to showcase all the Pokemon that they have in this new game. Maybe later down the road they'll be able to get your other ones. So I – nothing against you. I think it's a weak argument because you have been able to transfer all your Pokemon from the previous games. And you were able to have all 800 uh, Pokemon in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. On a DS and too. On a DS too. Now, I can understand this quip that Juichi Masuda was talking about mm-hmm. is that they are not able to – creates the high fidelity animations in combat for all 800 Pokemon. That is a lot of work. No way. It's a lot of work. Um, And I believe I heard, I heard that this game is being based off of the breath of the wild engine. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a strong engine, but I mean, if you're trying to make every single animation look fantastic, that's gotta be a lot of time. And you also got to think like, how much memory does it take to put 
all 800 animations for every for every pokemon there's like 25 different moves that they know mm-hmm. and you have to make 25 different animations for those pokemon so there's a lot of work that's a lot of space it's a lot of memory you don't want to overload your fucking game otherwise you're going to have a game that's like 50 gigs right, right. on the switch which is already like valued real estate on that fucking uh device you know what i mean yeah it's so it's nuts i can understand it the the argument that too many pokemon can negatively impact the metagame of the battle system that's bullshit oh yeah that's 100 the meta the metagame the metagame figures itself out okay the the game itself will figure itself out uh wanted to maintain a roster of pokemon that is consistent within the region that they live in and that's something that you were saying um, okay, yeah, every single game has done that. Yeah. Every single game has done that. Because you always get the regional Pokedex before you get the national Pokedex. Yeah, you got to do something else to get the national. You have to beat the game in order to get the yeah. national Pokedex. <laughs> and then once you beat the game, more Pokemon from other regions start showing up. I think that it is, it's a poor excuse. You have always been able to, or you were always forced to play and catch and use the Pokemon from that region first, and then afterwards you would get the the newer shit yeah. or the the old shit, the old Pokemon. So, no, I I don't agree with this move. Furthermore, what's the point of having Pokemon home if you're not able to transfer yeah, all your Pokemon? What's the point? Yeah, that I did because didn't here's the thing: me, yeah. everything spits out onto Sword and Shield. So you're basically saying, yeah, man, just just bring all your Pokemon from your older games and put it into Pokemon Home. You won't be able to put it back on to the fucking DS. They're just going to sit there and rot. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's so it's not Pokemon Home. It's fucking Pokemon Prison. <laughs> and you have yeah. to wait until Nintendo comes out with a game where you can use your fucking Haxorus. That you, you know, you use yeah. all throughout Gen 5. Or your 5. Typhlosion from Gen 2. Exactly. Like, it's... It's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. You done fucked up. You played yourself. It was too good to be true. (laughs) Yeah. So it's really upsetting. I'm hoping that they'll be able to slowly support all the Pokemon on there, but that's got to be a lot of memory and a lot of space. Yeah, but still, like, like, I think, I mean, shoot, Smash is like 15 gigs. Yes, but Smash is only 72 characters. Yeah, that's true. You know, each character has... What is it? Sixteen moves plus throws, yeah, plus animation. And then you got all your stages, and you got all the sound files and all that stuff too. But so I mean, like, yes, yeah, Smash is a big game. No shit. We're talking eight hundred Pokemon plus the new shit that's coming out. So and you also have to think it, of Dynamax for all of those Pokemon. <laughs> that was an, also another weird thing too, because they decided not to go forward with the the mega evolutions and the Z moves. Yeah. You know, they've switched. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think they're just trying to, they always tried something new in Pokemon games. So maybe they just wanted to, I think I've had, I've seen a lot of people think, or and a lot of developers just thought that the mega evolutions were just kind of a mistake. I mean, I didn't think that the mega evolutions were that bad. I didn't, I, I actually didn't think that they were that OP. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I follow smog on rules, so I'm a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, that, I do too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, All I know but, is fucking Mega Blaziken was fucking broken as shit. <laughs> and then Mega Rayquaza came out and wrecked the fucking meta. Oh, it just destroyed the meta. 
Yeah, and it's just like you can't use this Pokemon like ever. Yeah. He's just too good. We He's made a god. <laughs> Even the god Pokemon is worse than can't this Pokemon. Beat that shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just don't ever use it. But I I I'm disappointed. Now that said, is this gonna stop people from buying it? No. I highly doubt no, I'm that. buying it still. I highly doubt that. I'm not connected to Pokemon that much yeah. for me to care. Um, it's to me, it's just a game, but I know that there are people out there that are really upset by this and I can understand why I really can, because for some people, it's not about the game and it's not about the competitive scene. And it sounds like the excuse that they're giving caters to the competitive scene because we're, we're trying to make the battle system as consistent and balanced as possible. What the fuck does that have to do with putting the Pokemon from the older games? into new? Yeah, nothing. No. Nothing. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see the leak of what that imp Pokemon? The imp Pokemon. There's an imp. No, I did not. It's, it looks like a little imp, like a little bitty cartoon little devil thing. And someone's He's like, "My main now." If someone's He's gonna, yeah. If someone's like, if this bitch doesn't evolve into Firebrand from Ghosts and Goblins, then <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> Bring a Demon's Crest into the shit. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Demon Crest was a good game. Yeah. That game gets underrated. So. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, it's expensive. Yeah. And then. Finally, more Nintendo, Nintendo news. Yep, Nintendo reportedly and preemptively moved Switch hardware production from China into, I believe, Taiwan. Yeah, it said uh, Southern Asia. In, yeah, Southern Asia. So uh, the Wall Street Journal reports that the Nintendo Switch is planning on making two new Switch models this year. Um, this has been news that we've been following for months, forever, for months. Um, they got the bigger, beefier version that they plan on coming out with which I'm probably going to get that one. Yeah, me too. And then they've got the smaller Switch that's coming out, which whatever. Yeah, I don't think the Joy- Maybe I'll get that for myself. I don't son. think the Joy-Cons are going to be able to disconnect though. There's nothing that's confirming that. There's been a lot of talk about that. However, there's been rumors that in the past that the smaller Switch would not be dockable and people mm-hmm. are saying that that's not true anymore. No. So, I don't know. We don't know. We won't know until we find out. So, whatever. Um, what I will say is that the main reason why they're doing this is because last week or the week before we had reported that President Trump was planning on putting a 25% tax on all electronic goods and clothing coming from China. And so Nintendo was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, no, we're not doing that because everyone knows those taxes just gets moved over to the consumer. Yep. Which is always bullshit. Yep. So they've moved to Southeast China or Southeast Asia. Um. Yeah, they're they're just seeing the writing on the wall, man. Because this trade war mm-hmm. is going to get a lot worse. And they're trying to get out of it. They're trying to get. They're trying to divert away from it. Because if you got to pay twenty five percent more for a switch, that's going to be significant. Yeah, especially if you're trying to get this newer one, because this newer one's probably going to be like four hundred bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's be real. That's going to be an extra but, like, like what eighty, probably an extra hundred bucks. <laughs> Yeah, 125 bucks. Yeah, that's dumb. It is stupid. Well, so. I don't know. Let's that's ho- the news. Yeah, that's 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 basically it for the news. We we blew through that really quick, but it's the E3 cast, yeah. man. There wasn't really that's, much else going that's on. That's exactly what it was. All right. So, what do we have planned coming up? We got something big coming up. Uh, we're going to too many games this weekend, which I need the break like no one's fucking Boy. business. You have no fucking idea. Yep. Florida was fun, but I still don't didn't feel like it was much of like it was a vacation, but a different kind of vacation, if you know what that means. Yeah. This is like, like this is a video game convention where I'm just gonna yeah, you're 
you're going to relax. Here, we can just disconnect from fucking reality. I'm not even bringing my work laptop. Like, I've already told them, like, don't fucking message me for anything. <laughs> I don't know. If uh, if there's an Ethernet port, I might have to. But uh, res- I think there will be an Ethernet port, yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, ultimately, fuck it. This is this is for fun. Um, this is for funsies. I'm not trying to fucking kill myself yep. while I'm out over there. Nope. Um, one day I'll get back to streaming. There's I have a few <laughs> friends of mine that other streamers that want to like do a co-op thing. Oh, cool. I've got the I've got the old school Zelda games that I want to get into. Nice. Uh, the ROM hacks. He's you know my friend is a huge Zelda fan. And he's never played Ancient Stone Tablets. He's never heard of Parallel Worlds or uh, what is it? The Wisdom of the Goddess or some shit like that. Um, and we're going to try those out. So That's good. I told I sent yep. you earlier this week, too, that uh, that next tattoo I'm looking at getting. Yeah. The, the Sheikah yeah, Slate. The Sheikah Slate. Yeah. Yep. That'd be pretty cool. That shit's dope. Uh, what a, I mean, if I do stream this week, which I do plan on, uh, I'll probably do some more of the Perler streams, the Perler art streams. Cool. Uh, I still got to work on my wood shop. I still got a little bit more to work on that. And hopefully mm-hmm. I want to finish that PC before we go to too many games. And then while we're at too many games, we plan on meeting up with mega visions and we're going to meet up with Connor. Uh, yep. we're going to try and do a podcast recording. If, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if it's going to be live, but we can definitely do one. We could try something out. We're going to have the, I'm gonna, we'll I'm have the equipment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have some booze and games. We're going to pretty much, we're, we're finally going to, so we got the anarchy reigns that we're going to do with Scotty, yep. probably Connor as well. Sonic R Sonic R. Uh, we need to play double dragon neon. That's a two player yes. game. Uh, I bring Someone's in my laptop. Bring that game. Uh, I have it on steam so we can play it on that. And cool. then also on Friday at five thirty PM central or Eastern standard time will be the mega visions, uh, panel at too many games. Yes, so if you happen to be at Too Many Games, go to that panel. Yep. Come see us. I am bringing a tent. <laughs> Just to say that I brought a tent. Just in case. Be it. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case the line is too long. Uh, let's go with questions. Yeah. We did not hit questions. So we missed this from last week, but we're hitting it this week. Straw Baby, our boy from uh, from the Discord, asks, what do you think of Bungie moving Destiny to a free-to-play model? And how do you think it affects their reputation as a company? Mm, I think it's not a bad idea that they're moving it to free-to-play. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't play Destiny, so I can't really talk on it that much. So, free-to-play games get a really bad rap because they are usually riddled with microtransactions. Predatory. Yeah. Yes. They. They're like. Now with them going free to play, they can go out and try to monetize everything. Oh yeah, and they have the excuse to monetize everything. And I think that the the big reason why they're going free to play is because of the influence that Fortnite has. Why do I want to pay sixty to ninety dollars to get the base game and the expansions when I can just play Fortnite and everything is for free? All I have to do is pay some money for cosmetics or some other yeah. bullshit. I don't know what else is there. So. This is this is a change in the times. Yeah, it's just know? evolving. This is how it Fortnite has pr- has shown improved that you can have a successful monetary model 
for video games while still technically being free to play. I mean, I you just monetize the shit out of everything. Yeah, I never thought I'd really enjoy a free to play game, and then I played Dauntless. Yeah, like I'm liking Dauntless. And I'm scared of Dauntless, man. Because I can see myself getting sucked into that shit. That shit looks fucking. Just dope. don't go over to the guy that sells shit. <laughs> exactly. That's what. That's what the fear is. But I, I, my friends have been begging me, hey, play Dauntless. It's cross-platform with PC. And I it's thought fun. about you, and I'm like, it's really cool to see because I'm tempted. You can see what each player is, what console they're playing. It's really cool to mm-hmm. see the Xbox symbol, the PlayStation symbol, and the PC because it, it looks like a computer, and then soon mm-hmm. to be Switch. Soon to be Switch. So that's so, going to be cool. As far as their reputation as a company. Um, I don't think it really tarnishes them or anything. Bungie. Bungie was known for mainly for two things. It's known for Halo, mm-hmm. which it no longer owns. And it's known for Destiny. I don't. I don't want to say that it tarnishes their reputation, but. I'm kind of indifferent on it. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel anything for Bungie. I don't really I care. Think a lot of it has. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's the other thing. I don't play Destiny, so it doesn't really bother me that much. I, and I don't know whether or not the the players care. I know that there's probably going to be some players that give a shit, but other ones are saying like this could be good for Destiny and this could be good for Bungie in the long term, because this might bring more players into the the fray. Right. You know what I mean? Eh, yeah. And I mean, I think that Destiny's cool. Will this bring me into it? Maybe. I don't know. I got Destiny for free last year. I wasn't in- entirely uh, impressed with it. I thought Destiny 2 was kind of boring. That's why I stopped playing it. Those games never really appealed to me, so I didn't play them. Destiny 1 was cool. Yeah. Destiny That's 2 the one that had Peter Dinklage, right? Yes. With the voiceover and all he that stuff. He was the ghost. It uh, was bad. They should have gotten, like, Mace. Who played Mace Windu? Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Look, I'm parched, man. I'm dying for some water. That's why I sound like a fucking uh, idiot. The, the next one we got, we kind of already talked about the one from Connor. He said, uh, talking about the Pokemon and all that, is it really yeah. for balance reasons or is it because they don't ha- didn't have the time? No. Or was it because Game Freak, Game Freak is a poorly managed, understaffed, lazy, and overall inept studio? No, I don't think it's the former. I don't think it's the latter. I think it's more of the middle. You're talking about you know, 25 to 30 different animations Yeah, for 800 additional Pokemon while you're also trying to add somewhere between 100 to 200 Pokemon yeah. for the Galar region that's unique to the Galar region. Yeah. I don't think it's because they don't give a shit anymore. Look at the Pokemon press conference. Look how spread thin they are. Yeah. Okay? Look at all the other bullshit that they're doing. This is the Pokemon game. While it is their capstone, it is not their their bread and butter anymore. Right. So I think that that's important to keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, last question coming from Scotty. This Promotion. is a good one. <laughs> I just bought six strategy guides for four dollars at a nerd free flea market. What the fuck, right? What's the best deal you've Dude, ever? Dude, those struck? are good. Those are good uh, strategy guides too. You mm-hmm. got Metroid Prime He's 3, got Metroid Prime 3. Star Ocean, uh, Final Fantasy X, and X-2. He's got Resonance of Fate, which nobody knows how to play that fucking game. Yeah, so he needed that. Yeah. Uh, what's the best deal you've ever got? Uh, my arcade cabinet. How much did you get? My arcade. Oh, no, that's right. It's for the... Yeah, you told us this on a prior, a well, prior one. On a, on a, a pri- so I'll just go over the story now. Um, 
There is a store that I frequent quite frequently in the Fredericksburg, Virginia area. It's called Sage Mantis. Uh, the guy there, super chill, super mm-hmm. nice. He had just started getting into selling arcade cabinets, and he had this MVG, uh, this MVS Neo Geo four slot cabinet. He was selling it for for seven hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It had, uh, I, I always fuck this up. It had, I call it Burning Angels, but it's not Burning Angels because that's a porn site. Um, <laughs> I forget the day, but it's it's a side scroller. I call it Burning Angels. Oh God, I do know uh, the Burning it, Angels website. <laughs> yeah, that's where Skin Diamond got her start. Uh, um, <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Lord. <laughs> um, it also had The Last Blade Two, and it had Metal Slug X. Nice. It originally also had Mark of the Wolves, which I had to go out and buy later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was just like, dude, just fucking take it. Uh, I'll give it to you for 700 bucks. And I put $50 down and I was like, okay, cool. And at the time I had a modern deck, a modern magic deck that I was not using. I was playing Jund. And I'm like, look, will you trade Jund and take some money off? And he said, yes. So he ended up taking about five, $600 off. Yeah. So overall, had, I only you had, had like the Goifs, the the Lilianas. I had the Goifs, I had the Lilianas. I had the uh, the surgical extractions. Those are like fifty dollars a piece now. <laughs> yeah, uh, at the time I think they were sixty. So I got I got them for I I got the deck for a relatively decent price. Yeah. It wasn't a complete Jund deck, but it was it was a decent price. Um, and then I paid the dude like a hundred bucks and <clears throat> got grabbed the truck, brought it home. Well, the thing is, is that. As I'm picking it up and putting it into my truck or putting it into the truck that we had, there's change that's jiggling on the inside. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, what's the deal you with this? Take and this he, was out? Just like, he was just like, I don't have the key to open up the coin box. So whatever's <laughs> in there is yours. Oh, uh, okay, sure, whatever. I'll crack so that I'm bitch. thinking there's there's maybe like twenty five dollars on there because nobody fucking played this thing. Yeah. Only only me and another friend did. So I ended up taking it home. I got a bolt cutter because I was just like, I gotta see what's inside here. Yeah. I open it up and the thing is filled to the brim with fucking quarters. <sighs> yeah, it's just quarters too. It's nothing else. Just fucking quarter. Three hundred dollars later. <laughs> I paid no cash for this. They paid thing. you a hundred dollars. <laughs> they paid me a hundred and fifty dollars to get this thing out of there. Now, mind you, you can argue, yeah, you traded a a magic deck for it, but I wasn't using it. Yeah. I don't also, play that modern. shit fluctuates so hard. And that's yeah. So it's like, I think I've maybe paid a hundred and fifty dollars for the magic cards that I had, and I made a profit on it. Yeah. So mine's not no, as good as yours, but. Yeah, I thought I've told my story too. that uh, we were in sixth grade learning what the bartering system was in ancient Mesopotamia mm-hmm. area. And yeah. I brought up like one day my teacher was like, OK, everyone bring in a bunch of stuff that you don't want anymore. Make sure it's fine with your parents. And we're going to trade with everyone in the class to see what we can get. And I traded a bunch of fucking Beanie Babies and got a Sega Genesis with four games and a Game yeah, Boy Pocket with a Pokemon stupid. game. And your mom was just like, "Did you?" She's like, "Where did you get this stuff?" I was like, "We learned this." She had she call had to call the school, 
And mm-hmm. I mean that Sega Genesis it was had two controllers it had Sonic 2 I think it had NBA Jam it had a bunch of good games with it and it was from my buddy that lived down the road that it was just a bunch of shit he didn't have anymore and I was like you want some beanie and he babies And took a bunch of fucking beanie babies Yeah man I I w- still wish I had I don't have either one of those systems anymore I got that when I was younger so I wish I could have kept those just to have this I mean I still got the story so I can't remember if that's actually like in the books as the best deal I've ever gotten but that's the first one that comes to my head my next best deal, I would say, is probably my copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga. I paid someone's rent for that, and it wasn't expensive. Yeah. So. This little dude. We, that's about it. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to yep. wrap this up. This little dude's hungry. <laughs> yeah, you might want to go feed that thing. Yeah, we're going to have meowing in the back. Hey, maybe that'll get us the views, get us the listens and all that shit. They're like, I've yeah, got a cat in the look background. Look at the cat while we bullshit in the yeah. back. Uh, yeah, so if you are, if you're a listener and you are going to be at too many games in the Philadelphia area, find us. We'll be walking around with the Mega Visions, or at least Scotty. We'll probably be hanging out with Scotty a whole lot and Connor. Scotty, Jason, Chris. Chris should be there. Yeah. So Connor will definitely be there. That's like in his backyard. So, <laughs> so I don't know. All right. Well, all right. That's it. That's all I got. Cool. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Y'all have a good week. Thanks for tuning in to the Scrubverse Podcast. If you would like to keep up to date with us, follow us on Twitter at Scrubverse Podcast, at Vetted Games, and at Tornado Jones. Email us at scrubburstpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our giveaway this month. Links will be provided in the podcast description.